Seamlessly. The secret? Mm. He said, it's MTN Business Broadband. In this fast-paced environment, we need fast and reliable internet to support all business types. No laggy online meetings, great download and upload speeds, impeccable business management systems, all-inclusive. I mean, you can have it all. Shout! I signed on immediately. <laughs> to enable your business stay ahead and stay connected, make sure you're signed on to the best internet made just for businesses. MTN Business Broadband. Sign up today on broadband.mtn.com.gh and manage your account on my MTN app. Call 0244-308-111 for more information. We are good together everywhere you go. Welcome to the Midday News. The news is live on Joy 99.7 FM in Accra. In Kumasi, we're on Love 99.5 FM and over 30 affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, including Radio Justice Tamale and Radio Pando Pando, were live on X Spaces, Facebook live stream, and the My Joy Online interactive app. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrosol, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrosol, always a delightful experience. It is also brought to you by Duraplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDPE pipes and water tank. The only water storage tank with a level indicator where Duraplus goes, water flows. Coming up this afternoon, flag bearer of the new patriotic party, flag bearer of the National Democratic Congress, John Dramani Mohammed, challenges the authenticity of the recent results of the West Africa Senior High School Certificate Examinations. You go to places and the teachers are conniving with the children to cheat. The effect of this will be seen later. We have details as he calls for more investment into the educational sector. Also this afternoon, the Judicial Service of Ghana and the Office of the Special Prosecutor have officially committed to suppressing corruption through collaborative enforcement of the law and the provision of fair hearing to all stakeholders in the criminal justice system. We have details as the Center for Maritime Law and Security Africa describes as worrying the rate at which the country continues to lose fisheries observers on board fishing vessels on the ocean. And it must be an investigation that is detailed, that is unbiased, and that should have other persons to be part of that investigation because we must go to the bottom of what is happening. Also this afternoon, be mindful of the existence of the law on publication of false news. That's the warning from the Ghana Police Service to the Christian community ahead of this year's 31st Night Church Services. We'll bring you more details as some Ghanaians react to this reminder by the police. I really believe that it's, it's a welcoming news and I think they should enforce it. It should always be something that they should enforce because if God really wants to speak to me, for instance, I don't think you go to the third party. God will speak to me because... And later in the bulletin, an ending fun family reunion and good music will tell you how the Christmas bliss swept through Brie Botanical Gardens as thousands gathered for the Joy FM family party in the park. Joy has been great this year. We love Joy FM. I'm really enjoying. Yeah. I'm having fun. We 
have more as they say they cannot wait for next year's edition also Ifwa Santos dream of breaking the Guinness World Record for the longest singing time by an individual gradually becoming a reality as she enters day four with about 30 hours more to go My name is Faustina Safa. We are home of independent, fearless, incredible journalism. Do stay with us. Thanks for choosing us. Now, flag bearer of the National Democratic Congress, John Dramani Mahama, is challenging the authenticity of the recent results for the West Africa Senior School Certificate Examination. According to him, some invigilators relaxed on the job as teachers were found aiding students in answering questions. His comment comes after the Education Minister, Dr. Yawase Duchum, announced that this year's results is the best since 2015. The former president, who is on what he calls the Building Ghana Tour, believed the development will have dire consequences on the country's educational system in future. We'll get more on that shortly. First, he has Head of Public Affairs of WIAC, John Papi addressing the media when the exam started. We also would hear that shortly, but let's listen to the flag bearer of the NDC. Professional and economic groupings continue to honor invitation of the NDC to aid the drawing of the party's manifesto by voicing challenges of their sectors. Throughout the six regions toured, teachers have featured prominently at Infanseman constituency. The non-availability of textbooks after change of curriculum was a major worry. The teachers and students are suffering because of non-availability of textbooks. We plead that you help us when you come. Also, the free SHS has to be reviewed because the double track system is not allowing teachers to get some rest. The former president shared in their worry. We are worried about the lack of textbooks. My curriculum for textbooks in New York. I wonder what kind of government this is. Our education system is in shambles. Mr. Mahama further expressed his reservation over the recent results being released in the West Africa Senior School Certificate Examination. After one year exams are in many places, one checking quadrano, they let the children cheat freely. You go to places and the teachers are conniving with the children to cheat. The effect of this will be seen later. Because you certify these children, you say he's of this standard, either basic BCE or SSCE. And that child will use that certificate, go abroad to a school, and they'll find that in Ghana your qualification is not up to what you say it is. It is, it is going to affect this nation. 
You think we are just doing it. Anytime the results come, you say, oh, the children have performed better than they ever performed before. You know, and we all know what is happening in the system. We will reorder things so that things are done properly. Improving the education sector remains priority of the NDC. A government investment into housing scheme for teachers is among top policies to improve the sector. A promise of reviewing the free SHS policy in the first 100 days remains paramount. Nanaya Ojima filed that report. Now we're joined by the Executive Director of Africa Education Watch, Kofi Asari. Thanks for joining us here on the Midday News. First off, the flag bearer for the NDC is raising concerns about the authenticity of the recent results public, published by WAEC. What are your initial reactions? Do you think it is politically induced? Can you hear me? Sorry, I'm asking that the flag bearer for the NDC is raising concerns about the just published results by WAEC. He's concerned that this result is not the reflection of the true um, res um, results of the children. Do you agree with that? Is it politically induced? Well, you have to position rightly because I can't seem to hear. Hello? I'm sure that our audience can. Kofi, I can hear you now. I'm asking you, what are your thoughts about the NDC flag bearer and his comments about the results published by WAEC? Is it reality or politically induced? Um, well, I think that we must situate the comments that Mr. Mahama made um, in its proper context. Um, I, I heard him say that people um, were cheating at many centers. Um, and so if that is what he said, then he hasn't said anything new because that is one of the challenges we have at present with the conduct of WASI. Um, YX's own statement they issued during WASI this year um, indicated that, you know, um, instances of collusion in the examination room, um, you know, um, were widespread. And our monitoring also indicated that, yes, because the Ministry of Education has put in place measures to prevent the usual leakage of questions, a lot of the examination fraud was taking place at the center level, where in regulators, you know, um, and supervisors and candidates uh, connived in many schools to cheat. But let me situate the issue within the context of our assessment system, okay? The issue is that in all advanced jurisdictions, as assessment bodies conduct examination, I mean, terminal examination like YX, normally these bodies are independent. They have nothing to do with the education service whose teachers taught the students. In Ghana, and then there's a good reason for this. The reason is that it prevents the possibility of conflict of interest and also reduces the corruption risks associated with teachers being involved in examining students that they taught because the result of the student more or less is, you know, a, a, a litmus of the performance of the teachers. But in Ghana, we have WAEC. Now, WAEC is an independent body, so to speak. But in the delivery of its mandate, WAEC uses the same teachers who taught the students to relate the examination. And so you realize that if you do the most basic corruption risk assessment 
of WAEC's system of administering WASI and BEC, i.e. using GNES's own staff and teachers in the same schools to invigilate and sometimes supervise WASI and BEC, you can only come to the conclusion that the corruption risk is high. So when we, when we hear of instances where teachers, some teachers collect money from students, solve questions for them, put them on WhatsApp platforms, and then they copy in the exam hall, and the same teachers are in the latest, and some of them are survivors in the same exam hall, mm. you must understand that it is possible because WIAC is only present in about 20% of the centers at a particular time. So how do we fix so the problem? that's the we have. How do we fix the problem? The, 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 fix, the fixing of the problem is in the diagnosis I made. That one, WIAC is supposed to be truly independent. It shouldn't use staff of genius and teachers in a particular school to invigilate or supervise any of its exams. It should use third parties who have no interest in the outcome of the examination. That is international best practice. Two, whenever teachers are caught by, the, by genius or WIAC for colluding with students, they must be dismissed. Under the current regime, they are not dismissed. The Code of Corner for Teachers categorizes it as an offense, but it is not an outright dismissal. And so I know a teacher who was caught on video during one of our documentaries dictating answers to a management living question in a particular school in Bono. That teacher was then a management living teacher. As we speak, he's an assistant master in another school. And so such people, when caught, must be dismissed. The DES must elevate the sanctions in the code of conduct for teachers who collude or who participate in the nation fraud, then it becomes a very, very high risk business. Mm. Until then, the challenge, the problem we have on our hands will remain until we change the system which WIAC deploys to assess students. Thank you, Kufri Asari is Executive Director of Africa Education Watch. Now, the Judicial Service of Ghana and the Office of the Special Prosecutor have officially committed to suppressing corruption through collaborative enforcement of the law and the provision of fair hearing to all stakeholders in the criminal justice system. Ghana's Special Prosecutor Kisi Jabing in the last few days lamented about the conduct of some judges and how it inhibits him from successfully prosecuting politically exposed cases. Assuation the OSP says spells doom for the country. Well, Richard Kodunyako joins us with details of that joint statement from the Judicial Service and the Office of the Special Prosecutor. Richard, what does it say? Well, so the Judicial Service of Ghana and the Office of the Special Prosecutor, they note that recalling their joint engagement with other stakeholders, including the Ghana Bar Association, Civil Society Organization, promoting governance issues and the National Media Commission, again, concerned about the seriousness of the problems and threats posed by corruption and corruption-related activity to our development and democracy, noting the important roles of the judiciary and the Office of the Special Prosecutor in combating corruption and corruption-related activities, affirm a joint commitment to suppress and repress corruption and corruption-related activities in all forms through collaborative enforcement of the law and continuous engagement while upholding the rule of law and the provision of fair hearing to all stakeholders in the criminal justice system. Mm, interesting. Now, the Center for Maritime Law and Security Africa has described as worrying the rate at which the country is losing fisheries observers on board fishing vessels on the ocean. About four years ago, 27-year-old Emmanuel Asian went missing and is yet to be found. About a month ago, another fisheries observer, Samuel Abaite, who was on board a tuna vessel, also disappeared with 
his decapitated body later washed ashore two weeks after his disappearance. Executive Director of the Center for Maritime Law and Security Africa, Dr. Kamal Dean Ali, says the silence of the Fisheries Commission and the Ministry of Fisheries over the disappearance of these officers is worrying. We must have a clear discussion and disclosure, first and foremost, of the Samuel Essien's case. And secondly, there must be a thorough investigation in this particular case. And it must be an investigation that is detailed, that is unbiased, and that should have other persons to be part of that investigation. Because we must go to the bottom of what is happening. Two things, it could be an accident, it could be an, a homicide. He could have been killed at sea because of certain things that he has observed and certain things that he has done. It could be an accident. In both cases, that is unacceptable. So there must be a detailed investigation in this case. Well, he's also calling for thorough investigations to unravel the mystery behind the disappearances and for stiffer punitive sanctions and compensation for family of the victims. There must be punitive sanctions. Sanctions just not on the fish on the on the fishing vessel, but on the fisheries commission also. So the the, the vessel must have punitive sanctions, and the fisheries commission or the state must also pay huge compensation to the family of the person that is lost. These two things should happen. Otherwise, they need to explain. Otherwise, why they shouldn't be held accountable both in law and so far as compensation is concerned for what is a continuous um, um, risk of, of, of people that are working for us as the this cannot be allowed to continue. Well, be mindful of the existence of the law on publication of false news. That's the warning from the Ghana Police Service to Christian community ahead of this year's 31st Nine Church Services. Kwesi Kwarteng joins me in studio with details of that statement. Kwesi, what are the key things that the Ghana Police Service are concerned about? Well, first, the statement signed by ACP Grace Ansar Kofi, Director of Public Affairs of the Police Service, says they are very grateful to faith-based groups and individuals for their compliance to the law so far in communicating prophecies while this has protected the rights and freedoms of those who are normally affected by these prophecies. It has also fostered a society free of needless panic, fear, and alarm. They are also reminding the public that while we have the right to practice our faith and freedom of speech as guaranteed by our constitution and democratic values, they want to retreat that the enjoyment of these rights are subject to respect for rights and freedom of others and for the public interest. So they are saying that as they've communicated to us already, December 27th is prophecy communication compliance and they are once again urging our religious communities to practice their faith within the legal framework. Mm, thank you so much, Crazy Quarting. Now let's go back in time and listen to some of the prophecies we've heard from some men of God before the IGP introduced this directive. Prophecy number seven. A famous man of God will pass on. Prophecy number eight. There will be floods. I saw again that a fatal accident. From now to 8th January. I saw both house in parliament wearing black cloth. 
Let's pray for the presidency. I see a cloud of darkness around it. Let's pray for GJA. Let GJA set up. I saw a fatal attack on one of their members. Prophecy number 11. I saw a popular artist. A popular artist. I said, Saying Baba to us. Interesting. Now let's go to the streets and find out your reactions to this reminder by the Ghana Police Service ahead of the 31st night service. I think it's in the right direction. From my belief, I think most of them, they are fake. These so-called prophecies, they are fake. And, and you hardly would they make prophecies talking about positive things. Oh, we have the prophecy that somebody will be involved in an accident. We have a prophecy, you know, there will be a, an earthquake. Somebody would, if God, the God you worship is always giving you negative news. Then, seriously, I don't, I, I wouldn't even want to subscribe to that kind of belief. I believe that, I most, I personally believe that God doesn't give anybody any, 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 any prophecy. I think it's just people make up things just to create some kind of panic and anxiety. I know people are usually always looking for a way to kind of assuage their fears. So once they say something, then it will kind of attract them to these people. I really believe that it's, it's a welcoming news and I think they should enforce it. It should always be something that they should enforce because if God really wants to speak to me, for instance, I don't think you go to the third party. God will speak to me because... If you are saying something that someone is going to die and a person hears it, it's not good. Do you understand? So that one is going to give a person fear and panic. And I feel it's not the best. It's not the best because the person may not, the person is not strong like Isaiah in the Bible to go and pray. Or like that is a kind who will pray very hard against that evil prophecy. It will be something. Let's head to Parliament now because Member of Parliament for Bali Bamboy, Yusuf Sulemana, has described as illegal President Kufado's failure to assent to three bills passed by Parliament on the basis that the bills were put forth by private members of Parliament. Speaking on the AM show with Benjamin Akapo, the MP says the private member's bill is recognized in the Constitution and is therefore not an illegal process. Yeah, so clearly the private member's bill is not an illegal uh, process. It's not an illegal uh, thing to do. The constitution recognized this. Mm. And it was the right honorable speaker, Michael Kui, who really encouraged us and asked that we should go that direction. Bearing in mind that in doing so, you must also be mindful of the cost that it will bring to bear on the coffers. And so we have started, and nobody would disagree with us that the kind of laws that we have passed using the private member's bill process are not important. Now, the president was supposed to look at it and give them, or look at them and give them his assent. There's a process. Mm -hmm. If you think you wouldn't do that, you refer it to the council of uh, states. Mm -hmm. They look at it and then you put your comments on it and bring it back to parliament. We'll redo it and then send it back to you. It gets to a point you don't have any option than to sign it. So what the president is doing is illegal. And like the right... What the president is doing is illegal. He has his legal counsel. He has the attorney general and all of these people advising him. You say it's illegal? Yeah, so that's your position. For us here in parliament, mm -hmm. I'm not a lawyer, but we have been well educated and we think that he cannot do what he doing. Well, he also called for investigations into the strategic mobilization deal following the investigative piece by the Fortis State.
Let me thank the media. You know, sometimes we just, uh, we are fast at insulting them and denigrating them and putting political colors to their activities. But without them, I can tell you, a lot of things will go under the carpet unnoticed. So the media should be commended for bringing up some of these uh, issues. Mm. Now, the simple thing I want to say is, have you realized that the Deputy Minister of uh, Finance, Abena Osei, is running away from that transaction? How, how she is she distancing away from, away from it. Mm. If it was anything good, I don't think as a Deputy Minister, you want to take yourself out of that good thing. Mm. This is the Midday News. We're taking a quick breather. When we return, an ending fun family reunion and good music will tell you how the Christmas blaze swept through brief botanical gardens as thousands gathered for the Joy FM family party in the park. Joy is doing great things here. We love Joy FM. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. I'm having fun. are tight and money difficult to come by. You want to be sure you get the best value for your money. These are not times to be spending money fixing expensive engine problems because of cheap fuel and lubricants. Drive to a petrol source station today and buy your quality fuel and lubricants and rest assured of fuel that lasts long and lubricants that prevent expensive engine problems. Hear the sound. <laughs> petrol source. Clean fuel in full quantity. The world awaits this. The journey begins in Accra. Prepare to witness a global spectacle. Africa's biggest theatrical venture. The second coming of Nkrumah by Latif Abubakar. Our independence is meaningless unless it links up the total liberation of the African continent. Experience the fusion of captivating drama. Vibrant dances capturing the spirit of Africa. Freedom! Live at the Accra International Conference Center, 28th, 29th, and 30th of December, 2023. Two shows each day, 4 p.m. and 8 p.m. Dial star 711 star 10 hush to purchase or visit theafricanfestival.com. Tickets are also available at Koala, Airport Shell, Joy FM, and Bachona Total. Call 0571-900-900 for details. The second coming of Nkroma, Africa's biggest theatrical venture, is brought to you by MNC Group Global. In partnership with Joy Entertainment and Graphic News plus are powered by the African Festival. Picture this, a star-studded panel featuring Africa's most inspiring speakers, award-winning artists, surprise guests, and 30,000 minds coming together for a day of empowerment and inspiration. This is what awaits you at the convention on the 7th of January at the Independent Square. Whether you're a dreamer, a doer, or someone seeking inspiration, this event is for you. Mark your calendars, gather your friends, and join us in making history. Join us for a groundbreaking event. 
where African leaders like Julius Malema, Patrice Lumumba, Dr. Arikana, and Peter Obi unite to amplify the voices of the people. Experience a powerful convergence of cultures with giveaways including 4,000 pairs of shoes, 8,000 pairs of trainers, and exclusive items from superstars, royals, queens, and kings. For tickets and more information, visit newafricafoundation.org or call 0532-389032. Thanks for staying with us. We are your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Now, let's do some sports. The Ghana Football Association has come under fire over the last couple of days after announcing the Black Stars will pitch camp in faraway South Africa ahead of the Afghan in neighboring Cote d'Ivoire. The team is scheduled to spend approximately 10 days in South Africa in readiness for the competition, which runs from January 13 to February 11, 2024. Ghana will play one friendly match against Botswana, who failed to qualify for the competition on the 8th of January before flying to Abidjan two days later for the tournament. Football commentator Jerome Autry believes that the decision was simply taken out of selfish interest by the FA. The Black Stars in Ghana, they will find ways of doing that. They have simply not thought about that or they are not interested in camping the team here for their own selfish reasons. We are against it because we know what the tradition has been. They will go there, just throw money around the team, and when the competition starts, you will not find anything that showed that this is a team that camped for a serious competition as the AFCON two years ago. That's the same thing that happened. They put the team in Qatar when we were playing in Cameroon. And later on in February, we couldn't even win a game. You won't believe that both the sports ministry in Ghana and the Ghana Football Association even disagreed on why they put the Black Stars in Qatar. Let's talk about the Joy FM family party in the pack. Many picnics, family reunion, and good music. The Christmas bliss swept through the Brie Botanical Gardens as thousands gathered for the 2023 edition of the Joy FM family party in the pack. Patrons walked away with many prizes from Kwabna Kwabna, Efia Kwanbapan, Kwampap Band, and the Lipstick Girls, trilling them with some good music. They say they cannot wait for the next edition. Max Agrabah was there for us. He filed this report. The energetic performance by Kwampa Band electrified the park, turning the Brie Botanical Gardens into a lively convention ground with patrons dancing in circles. Let's go. 